Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey, how are you? How's everybody doing this new year, this um, 2022? Happy New Year, everybody. Hello, hello. Uh, Yeah, say hi. Let me click my comments here. There, let me know who's out there. Yeah, what's happening? How's your new year going? Okay, I think all my settings are good. Uh, So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, happy new year, Nicole. Nicole, I can can always count on Nicole being here, uh, which I love. Well, look at my hair, man. I I've been busy lately, and I <laughs> I didn't know what this. I didn't even know what I look like. I was gonna grab a hat, and I was like, "Oh wait, uh, I don't have time, and it's out of my face." So it's good. Uh, so yeah, let's get rolling. So happy. Flipping New Year, everybody. Um, I don't know how everybody else has been over the last week. Um, but for me, it's been very productive in a spiritual sense, uh, which is wonderful. So which is one of the reasons why I wanted to I was thinking about, you know, what do I want to talk about? And I was like, well, I will talk about what's been going on you know i mean it's it's the beginning of the new year and transitions are taking place and this can be beneficial to you all that are listening and watching so um so i figured what better topic than than starting the new year off right in in lots of ways hey chris thanks for joining um So, you know, this, like, like most of my talks are are going to definitely lean in the direction of spirituality, of course, Um, exactly how much it's going to lean in that direction. God only knows. (laughs) Um, We'll see what comes out because, you know, I don't know any more than you guys do what the hell I'm going to say. So. You know, I'm going to be talking about spirituality, spiritual discipline, stuff like that. But it it's like everything. It's in alignment with like if something works, it works because it's spiritual. That's why it works. We live in a spiritual world, you know, so whether if you don't like the word spiritual, then use universal. 
you know, we live in a universe. There are universal laws that govern everything. So when we are in alignment with universal laws, then things are going to work. And I don't care if you're talking about a relationship. I don't care if you're talking about work. I don't care if you're talking about developing new habits, um, you know, creating a new life. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. If something works consistently, that's because it's in alignment with universal law or spiritual law. So, you know, wherever you are in your life, um, I mean, you know, hopefully you're, you're leaning in the direction of at least what you would call self-help, um, which I call spirituality. <laughs> um, but no matter where you are, like this is going to apply to areas of your life. Why? Because I talk about dynamics, the, the thing, the dynamics underneath us interacting with universal law. That's a dynamic you know, so if you take a dynamic of a specific thing and you can see how it works, then if you understand the dynamic dynamics, you can apply it to anything. So even though I'm talking about spiritual disciplines today, you're going to be able to apply those to, of course, spiritual disciplines, but you can kind of take the dynamic of it and apply it to developing better habits or changing the direction of your life in one way, shape or form, you know, so so that's my overview. And I saw some new people, Kelly. Hey, and <laughs> Kelly just said, oh, my God, just finished the shack. Yeah. With a big heart. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming I'm assuming you're talking about the movie, not the book. Both of them are amazing. Um. But yeah, I just posted about the movie the other day. I, I can't even count how many times I've watched that. Um, it's just so profound. It just so reminds me of what a healthy relationship with with God looks like. It's and and how you know ju how judgmental we all are, and how we need to get away from that and stuff. It's. It's just a wonderful movie. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, I highly recommend you watch it. And it's freaky because I actually like the movie better than the book. Um, I, I think I always read the book first. Um, and I always like the book better. I mean, I think every, most people like that. You know, we usually like the book better because, you know, we can interpret things with our own brain the way we want to interpret them as opposed to somebody else's vision, Right. Um, so I, th I think that that's why we usually like the, the book more, but for some, I'm not much of a reader to be fair. Um, but I actually, in this case, like the movie better. It's just, I don't know what the heck it is, man. I, I just, I watch, I watch Mac connecting with the three and like, <laughs> it just feels so comfortable I just, I love it. You know, I just love it. Um, yeah. Chris tissues. Yeah. Lots of tissues. Um, what did Kelly say? The movie was intense. Ended with me crying to my sister in the U S for, with a forgiveness for my dad. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, that's, I mean, you know, to like, I, my God, I bawled my eyes out 
watching that movie a couple of days ago, I ball my eyes out on different levels, depending on where I am. Um, every time I watch it, um, you know, and it's, it's good. It's, you know, I think they say in that, in that, uh, I think they say in that movie, something about letting the healing waters flow, you know, it's so it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. <clears throat> I don't care if I'm crying or if I'm laughing, as long as I'm healing. <laughs> you know, that's how I look at it. Ingrid, happy 2022. So, so yeah, you know, I mean, uh, so I am going to dive into spiritual disciplines more. Um, but before I do, just to kind of expand on what I was saying, accountability is huge, you know, and I learned this back when I was personal training, because it's a good thing to learn, <laughs> especially when you're selling your own personal training. Um, but accountability is huge. And I saw very early on with my own eyes, like nobody told me this, I just saw like I was trying to figure out how to sell personal training. And I noticed that people when it was up to them, they didn't keep their commitments well. And when it was up to me, like if they had a commitment to me, they were more likely to keep it. So I used to use that when I was selling personal training. And I'd say, hey, you're more likely to keep a commitment with me than you are to yourself. So hire me as a trainer, you know. And it worked. But the point is, is accountability is huge. And later on, um, I was looking up some stats, I think when I had my own business or something, about personal training. And I started running into these insane statistics. It was something like um, people who stick to, you know, in, uh, new, new habits in general. And a lot of it had to do with working out or dieting, but it was about anything. The statistics that people would actually follow through with things were dramatically low. And I mean, I was a personal trainer. I used to see this stuff on a daily basis, and I still didn't think it was as low as the statistics were showing. The stats were showing something like, like 10% or maybe even lower. I mean, there, it was it was under like 20% for sure, you know, I, different articles and 13%, 6%, 10%, whatever of people that would actually follow through and stick with something that they were trying to stick with. And, uh, and it wasn't just working out and exercise and uh, eating. It was, it was anything. And I was like, Oh my God, th that's horrible <laughs> success rate, you know? And then I saw like, and I just kind of double check. I was looking for a specific article, which I didn't find, but I just ran a quick Google and it says that just by telling somebody, just by telling somebody that you're going to do something, your the success rates they've seen in certain studies. Now, these are obviously not blind studies that are really controlled, but in certain studies that they've shown that people have had up to a 65% success rate just by telling somebody that they're going to do something. So we're talking like from from under 20% all the way up to 65, just by telling somebody you're going to do something. That's huge. Then, like they said, and this was more of what I've heard for many years, that when you have a specific person that you're accountable with, 
like, you know, a specific person. This is planned. You're going to be a lot of times it's in person. Of course, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I'm a life coach and it's <laughs> none of it is in person. So just when you have a committed situation with somebody else, the, the rates of your success go up to 95 percent. 95. That's insane. You know, uh, Ingrid. Yeah. Check it out tomorrow. Good night from London, UK. I, I love, I love when people all around the world watch this stuff. So yeah, it, I know it's late for you there. So yeah. Good night, Ingrid. And, um, check it out tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so your success rates go up to 95%. Now I'm, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there because it's too obvious for me not to, um, you know, think about getting a life coach, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be me, but I mean, really, like, I mean, if your rates go from like 13% up to 95, uh, you know, it might be worth something looking into. Uh, so that's the end of that little thing. Um, the rest is, is going, I'm going to lean more into the spiritual disciplines. Like I've been saying, <clears throat> where we are, hey, Nancy, uh, where we are right now, I've been saying this for the last couple of years, we need to up our game. We need to up our game with our spirituality, right? And I've been saying it, I've been saying it, and I've been doing it to some degree in my own life. And I, I'm sure some of you have been doing it uh, to some degree. And about a week ago, I just, it just, <laughs> I just got this clarity that what we're doing wasn't enough. We were still, even me, you know, we're still playing with the, with the up my spirituality game. And I think it's because of this, you know, the spiritual shift was happening very slowly for years, you know, and I've been on this path for 18 years and it's just been kind of, it's go, it's been going so slowly that if you, if you lean it, it's, it's almost <laughs> nothing stays the same, but compared to what's going on in the last couple of years, the, the 15 years prior to that or so, the spiritual shift was happening so slowly that you could kind of wake up to some spirituality, apply yourself to learning it, implement it into your life to the best of your ability, maybe have a spiritual discipline or two that you did and kind of became a habit. And you were kind of good. Now, you, your life would probably still take dips when, um, when, you, when you started um, going through the motions with your spiritual disciplines, like when you're praying or meditating and you're really kind of not there, you're just kind of doing it because that's what you're supposed to do at that time of day, but you're not really invested in it. Like that type of stuff would happen and you would disconnect from your spirituality to some degree because of it. And you would start suffering and then you would um, recognize your suffering and then get back onto the horse and then go. And then you were good for a while. And it's kind of been oscillating like that for years, you know, and, and now that ain't going to fly. <laughs> it's just not going to fly anymore. And I mean, even 
with me saying for the last two years, hey, really lean in, double down, me picking up and moving over to the DR, it's not enough. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was enough when I did it, but like it's, we really need to up our game here. And so I want to talk about what that looks like and the best way to achieve it, which is why I am calling this spiritual disciplines is because I, that is the best way we are going to have to continue our growth at the pace we need to, to experience what we're supposed to be experiencing. And I don't just mean absence of suffering. That will be part of it. But like we really need to start acting like this is the most important thing in our lives. Because it should be. And if you don't see it like that, then you need to learn more about spirituality. Because it simply is. It's, it's, the, it's the most important thing. Like, there, like I was saying at the beginning, you know, everything runs by spiritual law. There, so there isn't a spiritual aspect to life. Like, <laughs> like we don't have a life and then there's like 25% of it that's spiritual and then 75% of it that's not. Like that, that, that's not how it is. We, are, we live in a spiritual universe, like run by spiritual laws. And like I said earlier, if you don't like that term, then just call it um, universal. You know, we live in a universe that has universal laws. We can't, if we are in alignment with those universal laws, life is going to go well. If we are not, life is going to not go well. And it's, and the middle ground is disappearing. So like what's happening is like, you know, we, we could have these people that really took their, their spirituality very, very seriously. And we had them, but the, you know, those were like, you know, the, the, <laughs> there's there's like 10,000 of them on the planet you know everybody else is just kind of those are the masters everybody else is just practitioners you know we have 10,000 masters and we have like a billion practitioners <laughs> you know well that ain't gonna fly anymore so what we need to do is we really need to interact with life and I'm sure some of you are already doing this but even if you're already doing it like Look, take this podcast seriously to look at what this next year is going to look like. Because if you just, even if you're in good space right now, if you look at it and you go, no, I'm in good space, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, you're probably going to hit a wall soon. It's probably not going to be enough. You know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you know, if, if you're doing right things, of course, continue to do them. All I'm saying is look at this, think about it, contemplate it. So if, if you're living spiritually and if you're doing everything that you need to be doing and you're really connected and everything's flying and you don't have to make any adjustments or, you, or, or making some adjustments aren't, wouldn't benefit you, moving forward then if you if you're so if you're that connected you should be able just to get still and contemplate that you know don't be like oh glenn was telling me what to do no just pu push that aside and go okay am i doing everything that i should be doing and pay attention to how you feel and if you are then fine cool if you're not 
then start planning what you can do. And it's our spiritual disciplines and our spiritual disciplines of meditating every day is not going to cut it because, you know, we, we meditate then it doesn't go well for a while. And then, then, then we suffer. Like I said, then we start meditating. No, like we have to take our meditation practice to another level. So what I'm recommending for the spiritual disciplines is bring more structure into your life. You know, so like, you know, of of course, you can hire a life coach, but you can also, there's many, many, many different ways to do this. You know, if you're reading, if you're doing a reading every day, get a new book, do a different, do a different reading, you know, um, I got to mute my phone, uh, <clears throat> get a different book, you know, uh, 365 is a very deep book by Science of Mind. I think they might have a different cover now. This thing's old, but, and it's duct taped together because I've used it so much. But 365 Science Mind, that's a great, if you haven't done it or if you haven't done it in a while, I would do it again because this is very deep, um, very good spiritual information. Um, but there, uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith has a 40 day mind fast soul feast book out there that you can get. I don't know if I have that. I'll, I'll look another time. <clears throat> I was actually thinking of that earlier. I was like, hey, do I still have that book here? Um, so get a, get a new book um, to, to do new readings. Um, there's A Course in Miracles, which is a year-long course. You know, you can sign up for free emails that you get into your inbox every day you can launch out on that. What I'm, what I'm saying is more structured ways of doing things, um, newer ways of doing things. Um, meditation courses, Insight Timer has all kinds of courses. Um, there's another meditation app, Headspace. That one's not free. Um, well, actually I think you have to pay for the courses on Insight Timer too, but so some of this stuff costs money. Well, guess what? You're going to have to put some money into some of this stuff. Um, you know, the, we, we got to release out of that lack mindset. I'm not even going to really discuss that much, like, like moving from, like, you know, if you're still living your place, your life from a place of lack, well, you need to dive in there and, and do some work on that. You know, my friend, another structured program, Carrie Cudmore. And if you guys need any information on this, you know, you, you can email me, Glenn at glennambrose.com. But, you know, my friend Carrie Cudmore has a great program on spiritual finance. I know some of you have taken. It's, you know, it's a free program. It's just, you know, it works off donations that if, if, you, if it actually brings more finances into your life, then you can choose to donate. But the actual program itself is free. So like, you know, you can, you can check out her course. See what I'm saying is courses, structured ways of learning things that have accountability attached to them. Um, you know, it's, it, there's i I'm entering, you know, and this is what I'm doing. I'm entering into a, a Kriya yoga program. Why? Because it's, you know, I read autobiography of a yogi a little while ago. And there were aspects of it that I could tell were very, very deep based on ancient teachings, which I like. 
I love the ancient teaching stuff. To me, it, it just resonates more. And because again, we're, we're talking with universal law. So if it was right 5,000 years ago and it still works, guess what? That's an alignment with universal law. That's why it worked 5,000 years ago and 2,000 years ago. And, you know, so, and a hundred years ago when, when, you know, Yogananda was over here and well, not over here, over in the United States, sometimes I still forget I'm in the DR. <clears throat> so, so, you know, the, the, but the Kriya Yoga program, um, the, I think the website is Yogananda, but like the first step in that is taking a meditation program. I've been meditating for, I don't even know how many years. 12, 15 years, something. Um, and I'm taking a meditation course. Yeah, it, you know, but th this is what we need to do. Take courses. There's on, on my um, lovingnation.org, um, you know, that new social media platform that I launched. There's a course on there. It's $25. It's a 10-part course, 10 of all recorded sessions with me, transcending suffering through love. And that's, you know, 10 part course that I recorded. It, it's, it has a group on there where you can interact with others and me on there. And this is for 25 bucks. I mean, you can't beat it, but it's structured. You have to apply yourself. You have to make it a priority in your life and do it. And if you don't do it, you know that you didn't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some of our spiritual disciplines, oh, we rationalize, you know, oh, well, yeah, I got busy or, you know, the kids needed something like that's, that's not okay. That's, that's not, that's not behaving like it's a priority in your life, you know? And I mean, I've lived like this at certain, I haven't lived like this a hundred percent of the last 18 years. I'll tell you that right now, <laughs> but I have lived like this before. And it's tremendously beneficial. And I did. And the busier I was, the more I've lived like this. Why? Because you need to, you know, <laughs> this is, we, we have things backwards in our brain. You know, when things get busy, our self-care, that goes away first. You know, anything that's good for us. When, um, when money gets tight. The first thing that goes away is self-care. Like that's backwards that like we need to do more self-care when money is tight. We need to do more self-care when we're busy. You know, there's a saying that's very old that says if, you know, if you can't meditate, if you don't have time to meditate for 30 minutes then meditate for an hour, you know, th this is, we need to shift that mentality. We're, we're way too busy. Like I, I was watching Awake, the the Yogananda movie. Um, I forgot where I found it. Anyway, you can Google it. But wherever I was watching it, and um, Yogananda was was uh, in the United States, and he said something like, "You have to like." be careful about taking on hobbies. You're not going to have time for spirituality <laughs> something like that, you know? 
and it showed all these people like in the United States back in 1920, like bowling and dancing and doing all this stuff we think life is about. You know, and it's wonderful to have those things included in our life. Living spiritually, we do not have to not work. We do not have to not have fun or social lives or relationships. It's it enhances all of that. That's why it's first priority wise. It's not first as far as how much time do I spend doing it? That's that's not the formula. You know, so you don't have to worry about that. I'm not not recommending that you quit your job and go meditate on your pillow all day. That's not what I'm saying. You can still live your life. It's just start acting like this is actually important. <laughs> and and like really important, like act like it's the most important thing in the world because it is. You know, when I when when Mateo was little. You know, I know how it is, you know, working and and being a single parent and 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 soccer all over the place. And, you know, and it's it's a very busy time in our lives. And it's probably going to look like that, you know, for a while. Hopefully someday we'll we'll do we'll we'll do better and have more of a balanced life. But but I mean, that's just the reality of uh, being a parent in today's society. Right. <clears throat> so when that was a, a time in my life and again not a hundred percent of the time but during there were many years during that raising mateo where i made my spirituality the number one most important thing in my life and it's it's the most important thing in my life but i don't always act like it is okay this is so i'm I'm going to be saying things multiple different ways. So one of them clicks, you know, everybody's mind works differently. So if I come at it from different angles, it might click, you know, my whole life is based around spirituality. You know, I've been meditating every day for years. I've read spiritual books. I watch spiritual movies. I talk about spirituality. My business is spiritually based. My Every post I put on social media, just about well, most of them so spiritually, like I, I'm inundated with spirituality. Right. But even I cannot act like it's the most important thing. That's just me doing stuff. It doesn't mean that it's really that important. And I'm holding it first in my heart. I could get I, I could get upset, um, you know, because. Because like um, a mechanic isn't available and, and, and that can waver my mood more than if I miss a meditation. It's like, well, why? What is the, is, you know, is the mechanic not there more important than spirituality? Because you're kind of acting like it right now. You know, this is what I'm talking about, about making it a priority. We have to act like it's a priority. We have to, you know, and, and treat it as such. So when Mateo was little, you know, it's one of my favorite stories of him. I, you know, I used to love when he fed the spirituality back to me or just came out with new stuff. I mean, you know, kids are amazing. So Mateo, I was putting him to bed and I said, like, oh, you're my number one priority, bud. He was like, no, I'm not. And I went, ooh, because I knew what I had taught him. And I knew that I had said it to him before, but I wanted to hear him say it. So I'm like, well, well, what do you mean? 
And he's like, well, first is your relationship with God. And second is you have to take care of yourself so you can take care of me. And then third is me. So technically I'm third. And he looked at me like, you know, like I get it. And he was so proud of himself and I loved it. It was beautiful. And he didn't feel like he was in third place. He knew that I did the other, the first two so I could be there for him. So I could be a better father. So I could be a better worker. So I could be a better person. You know, this is why I did it. This is why we have to have our spirituality first. It's not to, to, to dismiss work and children. And no, if you, if your spirituality is not first in your life, then your kids are not getting what they deserve out of you. That's just fact. And neither is your spouse or anybody else, because it's the only way, the only way you can be the best version of you is to be connected spiritually. And if you don't believe that, then you shouldn't be watching my podcast. <laughs> well, well, I mean, if you think it's BS, you shouldn't be watching. If you don't quite get it yet, then keep watching and learn because this is the only way that I can be the person that I want to be is when my spirituality is first. It makes me a better father. It makes me a better person. It makes me a better son, brother, friend, worker, life coach, and whatever else I do. And if I don't have that first, every, I'm not as good at all the other things. I'm just not. And neither is anybody else. I'm not like some unique person. This is the universal law. It works. You are either in alignment with it or you're not. And if you're in alignment, things go well. If you're not, they don't, period. You know, it's very simple. So if, you know, and this is, and you would, so you're, you're more effective, you're, you're more productive, you're, you're more loving, you're more caring, you're more, you're more everything. This is why it has to be first. It has to. Your relationship with whatever you think it is, and I don't care if you think it's God, Yahweh, Jesus, the universe, a rock. I don't care what you look at for a higher power. Just something that isn't you. <laughs> You know, so we have to, we have to act like it's the most important thing. So your spiritual disciplines, you can't ever skip them. You know, this is a, something that we can do. Don't skip spiritual disciplines, reschedule. I mean, that's just something I do with my clients. Like I, I don't, my clients don't cancel like that. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they try, you know, <laughs> But I mean, unless there's some crazy, insane, weird situation, my clients don't cancel. We just reschedule. Oh, oh, something came up and you can't be there for that. Okay. So when do you want to reschedule? This is what we need to be. That, that It's a good little habit to get into with your spiritual disciplines. Don't ever skip them. You know, reschedule them. If you like going out in nature, you know, this happened to me a few weeks ago, you know, I got into the habit of going down to the river with the dog and, and running up and down the hills and, and getting some exercise. And it's rained for a couple of weeks, almost every day. And I got out of that habit. So what did I replace my, my nature time with my grounding, my connecting with nature time with nothing. 
and I suffered because of it, you know? So like I need to, if I can't do what I'm normally doing, then I need to replace that with something else. That's holding it. That's holding yourself accountable, but it's, but it's making it a priority. That's what we do with priorities, right? So like one of the ways you can wrap your brain around this is if you picture somebody coming up to you and saying, if you do this for three months, I'll give you a hundred million dollars. How seriously would you take doing whatever they asked you to do for three months? Pretty freaking seriously, right? Like you wouldn't sit there and go like, oh, I don't feel like it today. Well, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just skip one day. Or, well, I know I'm supposed to go out into nature, but uh, that's part of the deal for the 100 mil. But uh, it's raining and I don't, I'm just not going to do it. No, you wouldn't do that. You'd be like, oh my God, it's raining. Well, I'll go out in the rain or I will find another way to do it. You know, like you would find a way if you, if, if somebody was going to give you a hundred million dollars to connect to nature every day and it was raining, you would find a way to connect to nature every day. Right. And I'm telling you what spirituality can give to you is way more powerful and way more valuable than a hundred million dollars because you can have a hundred million dollars and commit suicide. People have done it many. So hundred million dollars can do a lot of things for a while on a surface level. But at the end of the day, if you ain't happy, you can still go commit suicide or just live a miserable existence for the rest of your life. It happens all the time. So what's more valuable, a hundred million dollars or peace, love, happiness in your heart on a daily basis all the time, loving who you are, your loved ones getting the best version of you and loving you back and having healthy relationships. And sure, you can manifest stuff in your life when you're in alignment with that stuff. You don't, you can manifest a hundred million if you're connected. So like this, it's, there's nothing more important than our spirituality and we have to start acting like it. You know, we have to start, stop the excuses and start doing things, you know, um, journaling, another thing to do, get into the habit of journaling. Like this is one, <laughs> this is one that I never use, but it's, it's good. So I'm going to show you guys anyway, it's the five minute journal. It's cool. I, I mean, I used it for a little bit years ago when I got it, but I held on to it just in case I ever did it again. But it has like a little quote and it has, I am grateful for and three, a space for three things. What would make today great? A space for three things. Daily affirmations. Um, I guess a space for two things. And then that's, that's in the morning. And then in, at the nighttime, you write down three amazing things that happened today and how could I have made today even better? You know, it's a cool little thing with a little morning option, uh, not option, but a, a part for the morning and a part for the evening every day. Right. So 
you know, that's a cool little journal or just get some blank paper and write for five minutes every night. Anything that you do consistently, you know, is key and stick with it. We have to stick with this stuff, like set a certain part of time. Like, you know, what I do now, that was years ago when I had that book. What I do now is like, I, I pretty much set a period of time for everything. Like I'm going to, like, if I'm going to do, I mean, this, this course I'm taking has the time built in. A lot of the courses have, t- you know, the time frames built into them that they have a beginning and an end, you know, but the stuff we do ourselves doesn't have that. So we should build it in, build in an end date or not even an end date, but a reassessment date and commit to doing it till then. That's an act of self-love. You know, we need to raise our self-love by treating ourselves with respect. And we disrespect ourselves on a daily basis and we don't even realize we're doing it. And the number one way that we do it is by breaking promises to ourselves. We say we're going to do something, we don't do it. That's disrespectful and it's a lack of self-love. And that's why we do it is because we don't love ourselves and we don't respect ourselves. So if you want to love yourself and you want to respect yourself, start treating yourself with love and respect and you'll start loving and respecting yourself. Not complicated, right? This stuff ain't complicated. So if you make a commitment and if it's impossible to keep, then make a smaller commitment, <laughs> you know, or reassess. But what I always do is I put a time frame. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to journal every day. Oh, okay. Well, um, that I have trouble with. So I'm only going to do it for like two weeks or one month. And then I'll assess whether I like it. But if I commit to two weeks or four weeks, you better be damn well sure it's going to get done. Why? Because I respect myself and I'm not going to disrespect myself and show a lack of self-love by not doing it. You know, we break these promises to ourselves and we don't think it has any consequences. It's how we, you know, everything has a consequence. And I think like if you take a step back from your life, And think about how this is how universal law works. Okay. You know how I've said multiple times that universal law works all the time in in situations. So this is how universal law works. If you show yourself, if you disrespect yourself on a regular basis, it, it, you're going to have a lack of, a lack of self-respect. That's just, that's how it happens. You know, so like, because why? Because the law is that there's consequences, there's natural consequences for every action or inaction that we take or don't take. And the way that I think most of us can understand that is if we look at how we've been treating the planet for the last few thousand years or so, you know, we've been, we've been just not caring about the planet, just taking whatever we want, um, throwing stuff away, just, you know, we're just, we've treated the planet poorly. And after a while that catches up, well, it's starting to catch up to us, you know, with weird weather patterns and all kinds of stuff and running out of uh, natural materials, because we thought that we didn't have like that, you know, it was just endless. We can just do whatever we wanted and there was no consequences. Well, now over thousands of years, we're starting to see, and especially the last hundreds of years where we took it to a whole new new level, we're starting to see the consequences 
of our actions. There's always consequences to the actions. This is why everything that where we, the way we live needs to be sustainable. So when you're living your life, you need to create ways that, that you can continue feeding yourself. It has to be sustainable, but whether, whether you're, um, you know, whether some gigantic company is, is, um, you know, whatever they're, <laughs> they're doing, you know, pulling out all the oil out of the ground or something and, and just wasting it or, or um, just using our natural resources in general. Right. And thinking we're never going to run out. And then all of a sudden going, Oh my God, I think we're starting to run out. Like that's an example of taking an action and not thinking about the consequence. You just act and, and you're just not aware that there's a consequence attached to that action. Right. So that's outside of us. That's like big companies, you know, they're doing it. They're the bad ones. We do the same thing in our life, you know, but to ourselves, <laughs> we disrespect ourselves. And then, you know, we're sitting around and like, geez, I don't love myself that much. Really? How do you treat yourself? Do you treat yourself with love? Well, what do you mean? Okay. Then the answer is no. If you don't even know what it means to treat yourself with love, then you don't do it very well, right? So this is, we need to hold ourselves accountable in many areas of our life about, so, so set those time frames, commit to doing it and then do it, period. You know, you have to do it. And then if, if that's part of it, then the other part is I'm telling you these course type things, there's plenty of free ones out there. These courses and these structured programs of learning, committing to doing something like that and then doing it. That is what we need to do. That is what, that is our action showing that this is a priority in our life. Cause we can walk around saying stuff is a priority all day long. Doesn't mean a damn thing. Our, do our actions show, see, we are energetic beings. So we can babble and talk all day long, but unless we act, act in a certain way, act in a certain way and just be like, you know, I am showing the universe that this is a priority by these actions that I'm taking. If you, you know, say stuff like that and, and you, and then you do it, follow through and you do it, this, it, those actions are actually going to help. That's, that, that, that's what's going to keep you in alignment. Understanding that the importance of it, taking specific steps in your life to show, to, to participate, to have a spiritual discipline that, and then sticking to it and doing it. Like we have to do this stuff seriously. And I'm telling you that, that, that your heart's going to fill up and it, it's going to be awesome. The benefits you're going to get are going to be out of this world. Um, okay. So just so you know, somebody on, <laughs> somebody on YouTube just um, put a post. Don't pay any attention to that. Tully Adrina, your dreams dot online. Uh, that looks like some sort of scam. Don't go to that website. <laughs> you can tell how they wrote it. You know, it's like they, they didn't even put it all together because. Um, yeah, so I don't know what that is. Don't click on that link.
Um, I'll go delete it off YouTube after a while. Uh, <clears throat> so Jenny, let's see. I saw Jenny put a post up. I haven't read it yet. I think this pandemic has brought some balance. I have enjoyed the shit out of not having to prime and commute and miss all my son's events. And I even get to bring him and pick him up for school. I was able to be there for my parents at their time of need and see them in their last breaths. I hope we never go back to normal. Well, we don't have to go back to normal. You know, this is, we have to be responsible for our own lives. And this is, you know, Jenny, this is an example of what we're supposed to be doing with this pandemic. If we take our eyes off the negative aspects of it and we, we just use this as an opportunity to, to take a look at our lives, most people should not be wanting to go back to normal because normal sucked. It sucked for a lot of years for most people on the planet. So if you're thinking that you want things to go back to normal, you're probably mistaken. So, this, but you know, I mean, of course it's, it's worked out for you. It hasn't worked out for everybody, but we can make it work out for us. <laughs> There's no better time to, to, to shift careers if you're unhappy with yours than now, you know? So yes, we can use this stuff as an opportunity to change our lives. Okay. Yeah. Now just disregard all the quotes coming from uh, YouTube because obviously they're just uh, spamming or whatever. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Gave me a very different outlook on life, Nicole. And be there for my kids. Yeah. Like th we, we should be living with our children as a priority. And what, you know, what's ironic is in normal life, we really weren't, we really weren't living like they were a priority and uh, not as much as we could. I mean, you know, making sure they're busy <laughs> 24 hours a day is, is not it. You know, we need to be present with our children and spend quality time with them. Not quantity time necessarily, but we have to spend quality time with them. You know, that's what's important. Uh, let's see, Susan, I'm currently doing your course and absolutely loving every bit of it. I'm learning to make the time and it pays off. It's a commitment and I'm worth it. <laughs> I couldn't have said that any better. Like, do you see that, that that was, thank you, Susan. Um, you know, I appreciate the kind things you're saying about my course. And I know you've been posting in the community. There's a community on there too. So you can connect with other like-minded people and stuff. And uh, hopefully you guys will start interacting a little bit more, but I'm on there too. Um, but, you know, I'm, Let's just take out your course, my, that it's my course. We'll just take that out for a moment, just to prove a point. I'm currently doing a course and absolutely loving every bit of it. Cool. Well, you, it's probably for your benefit then. <laughs> if, 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 you're doing, if you're doing a spiritual course and you're not finding benefit in it, then there's a gigantic problem with the course that you signed up for. Okay. 
or or you just signed up for something without thinking and you just happen to pick the wrong one. It's not that there's necessarily somebody to blame. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you should be getting you should be getting um, a lot out of whatever you sign up for. But listen to how she continues going. Now, this is somebody who is applying themselves to what's important in their life. I'm learning to make the time and it pays off. That's what I'm saying in a nutshell. Learn to make the time. It will pay off. Make it. No excuses. Make the time. It's a commitment and I'm worth it. Yes, you are. And every one of you are. Every one of you is worth it. So start acting like it, right? Act, and I know you do in some ways. Act like it more. I'm current. I just, I, I could read this a hundred times. I'm currently doing your course and absolutely loving every bit of it. That means it's right for you. I'm learning to make the time and it pays off. I'm learning to make the time. That's one of the most beautiful things that I've ever heard. That's an act of self-love. I'm learning to make the time. And it pays off. You're damn right it does because it's you showing love to yourself. That's why it pays off. It's a commitment and I'm worth it. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> it was just phenomenal. Yeah, Nancy, I can't tell you how many promises I broke into myself. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, this is it. We, we treat ourselves with love and respect. There are consequences to everything we do and everything we don't do. There are consequences to how we treat ourselves. You know, we, we, we wouldn't treat a stranger on the street the way we treat ourselves sometimes. You know, like, oh, well, I'll just eat later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, I'll just work overtime. I know, you know, I know I'm on salary and they don't pay me anything. And, but, you know, hey, and I'm all about doing a little bit above, you know, like if I had a salary job and 40 hours a week is the norm of what um, jobs usually require, I would probably do... 45 hours a week, depending on the circumstance and how much I like the job. Who knows? Maybe bump it up to 50. Maybe I could see that, right? That's that's a goal. That to me is going above and beyond, depending on your circumstances. Some people, 50 hours a week would just be completely unrealistic and they couldn't do it. So they shouldn't do it. If it is realistic and you can kind of do 45 to 50, hey, I get it, you know? 43, whatever, you know, do more, do a little bit more. Good for you. Make you feel good about yourself, right? Anything more than that is BS. <laughs> it's people taking advantage of you. This is why there's been, one, I think twice in my life where people have offered me salary positions when I was on hourly and I refused it both times. Yeah. And like, and I, I was kind of shocked because salary sounded so important and cool. And like, I was going to be an adult and all this stuff. But then I, what I did is I sat down and I figured out how much, what the requirements were. Like 
how much money I was going to be making, what hours I was going to need to work or what, what, um, I think I was doing some, some <laughs> telemarketing or something or what numbers I was going to have to reach to even make what I was making at that time. And I was like, nah, man, I'm good. And they're like, yeah, but you'll make more. I'm like, yeah, I don't really see it that way. I might make more occasionally here and there, but more often than not, seems like I'm going to be working more and maybe just making what I'm making now. So the possibility of getting an extra 50 bucks every now and then, maybe through a commission, possibly, it's not worth it. I'll just keep my hourly and I'll just come in and do my thing and get my steady paycheck. Thank you. And they were, you know, people were coming up to me for, for months trying to talk me into it. I was like, no, nah, ain't happening. <laughs> um, so that, you know, treat yourself well. That was the, that was the uh, point of that rant, but I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to wrap it up here and, um, you know, what I want to say is that this is, this is a, you know, it doesn't matter how you look at it. Like, uh, if there's a spiritual shift, if there's not a spiritual shift, if, if God is, um, raising the bar and because he wants us to, to, to move forward in this spiritual shift and he's demanding more of us, or if, um, or if the vibration here on earth has, has accelerated and raised at such a rate that we have to match that. Otherwise, we're going to be suffering more often. So we just have to raise our vibration. And how do we do that? By taking our spirituality more seriously. By, you know, and, and it's not leaning into it. I know I've been talking about leaning into it more for the last two years. This is more than that. It's about taking conscious, concerted effort and commitment. You know, those big words like commitment and serious and, you know, like you, we really have to do this. I don't want people to go like, oh, well, I, I used to meditate silent for 10 minutes and my mind wandered most of the time. I'm going to try uh, doing the same meditation except with music in the background. Maybe that'll hold my attention a little better. That's not a change. That's navigating your way around staying stuck. You know, I'm talking, make a personal commitment and show it. Show it. Go out there and do it. Be part of the shift that's happening. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Show yourself more love. Put your spirituality, your spiritual disciplines at the top of your priority list and everything else is below. First is my spirituality. Second is my self-care. Third is everything else. Probably starting with my kid. <laughs> and I get it, man. If you're a parent, especially with young ones, I get it. I understand that you have to put your kids above you sometimes as far as priorities. I mean, I understand that. But we can still live like this. I did it. So I know you can still live like this. You can still live like this, even with little, even going, oh, 
crap, I, you know, I was going to go out tonight, but now I can't because one of my kids is sick or, uh, you know, I was going to do this, but now I can't because my kid is sick. Like, I get that, but you don't cancel, reschedule. So if your kid, if there's an emergency and it, it has to be important, not like because you, you, you're going to meditate and your kid comes knocking on the door going, mommy, mommy, I want to spend time with you. Teach the kid that you need alone time. That is not acceptable. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. A few years ago, Mateo gave me a little present. And it's a little picture frame with a little sticky note inside that he had written that I had saved um, when he was little. And I was meditating in my room and he wanted to be with me. You know, my meditation was only like 10 minutes. It wasn't a long time, but he was little. He didn't understand time and he wanted to be with me and I needed to meditate. So he wrote on a little sticky note that like, dad, I will, if you let me in, I will give you five kisses. And he slid it underneath my door because he knew he wasn't supposed to knock on the door. And then I didn't answer. So a few minutes later, Dad, if you let me in, I will give you 20 kisses. And he slid that under the door. Now, I didn't know what they said until later because I stayed meditating. And then I looked at them later. But I love that because, you know, yeah, he wanted to be with me. And he was trying to slip me notes. He didn't fully understand. He was little. He didn't fully understand what I was doing. But he respected me. You must make your children respect you. <laughs> so if like what we do as parents, we, we play the martyr and we go, oh, well, yes, but my kid needs me and my kid wants me and he really wants me to be for, there for them and I need to be there. for No, you don't need to be there for them all the time. You need to, you need to spend quality time with them. Absolutely. But they need to respect you because all your, do you want to know why we don't know how to take care of ourselves? is because our parents didn't take care of themselves and their parents didn't take care of themselves and their parents didn't take care of themselves. That's why we don't know how to take care of ourselves. So all we're doing is perpetuating the cycle by not caring for ourselves. So the best thing that you can do for your kid as a parent is teach them how to care for themselves when they're a parent. How? By doing it yourself. Let them see you meditate. Teach them that you are not to be disturbed while you are meditating. And all you got to do is 10 minutes. You don't have to do two hours. You know, you can spend an hour and a half playing with them and 10 minutes meditating. You can do it. And if they don't understand that, there's something wrong with your relationship and you need to work on it. And I, I mean, I taught Mateo this when he was like four. <laughs> you know, so get them to respect you. Get them to respect your time, and therefore, they will learn how to respect themselves. And when they're a parent, they'll create a well-balanced life. Why? Because you had one. 
you know, we run around sacrificing ourselves like martyrs, doing everything for our kids and not taking care of ourselves. And then our kids don't know how to take care of themselves because they've never seen anybody do it. And they're kicking their own ass in their 20s. They're kicking their own ass even more in their 30s when they got all their kids running around the house trying to balance a career. They have no idea what balance looks like. And they're going, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I'm freaking miserable. I'm pulling my hair out. And how'd they get there? by not knowing what balance looks like. So do you see how when you take, I'm not talking any woo-woo bullshit. This is what society tells you you're supposed to be doing is woo-woo bullshit. This is actually reality. Show, you know, us living a, a happy, healthy, balanced life is the best thing we can do for our children. It's the best thing we can do for them. Because it gives them a role model as to what a well-balanced, happy life looks like. Otherwise, where are they going to find it? We didn't find it anywhere, right? Nobody taught it to us. They don't teach it in school. There's no life class. So like, we're, th this, is, this is why we're such a mess is nobody knows how to take care of themselves. So break the cycle. It's just like an addiction because we're addicted to doing stuff. Break the cycle. Let them show, let them see what it looks like to, to when somebody actually takes care of themselves. And you know, what's interesting is when I was doing this with Mateo, when he was little, like he resisted me being in my room very little. It did not take him much to get used to it. And I think part of the reason is, is because he saw a difference in me when I came out of that room. Like before I went in, I have a certain energy about me. After my meditation, my energy was much more loving, much more peaceful. And he liked that me better. <laughs> so he was probably like, and I mean, there was a few times in my life where he told me to go meditate. <laughs> he was like, dad, I, I, think you, I think you need a time out. I think you need to go meditate. You know, I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so... This is, this is what I'm going to end on. This is when you start understanding that what your connection tangibly manifests as in your life, you will start understanding why it needs to be first. If you have spirituality first, it, it manifests, it trickles down into everything else and it makes everything else better. You know, so this is why it has to be first, not as an end game, not like, oh, I'm spiritual. I'm wicked spiritual now. That's nothing. Who gives a crap? How does it manifest in your life, in real life? This is the only stuff I teach. If it doesn't benefit your life, I don't teach it because I could give two craps. I don't, I'm not trying to be spiritual for the sake of being spiritual. I'm, the name of the book, my book is Down to Earth. I'm teaching stuff that actually you can implement into your life now and you can actually experience the benefits of it now, right? So this is why spirituality has to be number one because it, it, it makes your life happier. It makes your children's life happier. More love flows. Like, it, it, you know, it literally makes everything better. So treat it as such. 
if you wake up one day and you go, oh man, I was supposed to be doing that and I'm not doing it. And it has to do with your spiritual disciplines. Draw a line in the sand, man. Start treating this stuff like it's freaking serious because it is. It should be the most important thing in your life. There's nothing more important than love, peace, and happiness. Nothing. And this is what gives it to you. And this is what brings, allows you to bring it into every other area of your life. So do that. <laughs> Take it serious, man. Seriously. So thank you guys. Hey, Lisa, I saw you on there. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for your comments, participating. I love you too. I love all you guys. So you guys go live your best lives and start by making your spirituality a priority like you've never made it a priority before. I mean, quadruple down your efforts. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. You can always scale back if you know, in six months you find you're too happy. Okay. So, uh, so, you know, quadruple down and really take action, 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 you know, don't think about stuff or try, don't try to do anything, do it, you know? All right, people. That'll do donkey. Uh, let's see. Where's my ending? Here it is. All right. Take care. Happy 2022, everyone. Love and peace to you. Talk with you soon. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter, or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly.